Yeah. I've never had a fridge to myself ever before. <laughs> <laughs> the landlady was like, okay. <laughs> I was really excited. Yeah, but that's yeah. the kind of thing that you sort of go, this is amazing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and really the, simple thing. Were you just looking at it like, so is this, so the, the people in the flat above, do they use this fridge as well? <laughs> yeah, or exactly. how many people from what the neighborhood are using what this What shelf fridge? would work for you for me to use? <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Oh. Yeah. What yeah. do you fill your fridge with? I don't know. Like, are you the kind of person who cooks a lot of food and then leaves it? Like, are you good leaves at Leaves a die in the fridge. Leaves a die in the fridge. Or do you, like, say, here's my, I'll eat I'm this trying to plan. on Wednesday Yeah, I'm trying to dinner. plan more at the moment yeah. now. Mm. That's a way you do that? Dream. I'm, I, I'd like to be good at it. I'm not really. Yeah. <clears throat> my I never make enough. system at the moment to try and stop eating too much, and, you know, it, it won't work, but <laughs> is to, because I'm always going to go back up for seconds. Like, mm-hmm. that's so just... Take too little the first time. Ah, clever. And then when you go back for up for seconds, that's actually what you were planning to eat in the first place. Mm. Apparently, I love this is like my alarm clock that I set twenty minutes later than the time. Like, who are we fooling? Yeah. <laughs> set it twenty minutes later than the time. Or 20 yeah, minutes earlier. like my I never use it. It's the clock radio that's in the room that I sleep in better known as a bedroom, bedroom. Awesome. and <laughs> and I always have it set 20 minutes ahead of time oh so earlier than the time mm-hmm. right so if you want to wake up at 8 o'clock you'll set it at 20 to 8 yeah right so that then I have like 20, oh, 20 minutes of extra time yeah, like I know it's 20 it minutes it takes a while to fade into the day you know yeah but still like know, if yeah. you consistently do it we all, really fooling yourself. Is, yeah, I know. We all. I do that with like how I spend money. You know, it's that thing of like I don't really blink when I spend three twenty on a coffee or something like that. Yeah. But then if there's like nut butter that's over three euros, I'm like, what? Forget it. No. Yeah. Who cares? Mm. It's like, well, I know. We're all kidding ourselves in some some respect. Exactly. Yeah. An interesting thought experiment, and yeah. Um, if if there was a TV mm. that you wanted to buy, and it was uh, two hundred euros in the shop near you, and one hundred euros in the shop across town, would you go across town to get it? No. No. Probably not. Interesting. Is it? Some some people would, or say it was one hundred and ten euros, but it's ten euros in the shop across town, right? People are like, well, that's fucking. Then, for TV. then I'd go across town. Really? Yeah. Well, I know it's the same amount of money. Yeah. But uh, ten <laughs> euros just seems so little. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're still saving a hundred euros. So yeah. if you're going to buy a car and it's um, fifteen grand here and it's fourteen thousand nine hundred across town, you're like, I'm not going to go across town no. for that. No. For a hundred euro. But it's a hundred euros either I know. way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I think also it has to do with then you are factoring your time in. Yeah, right? it's like because buying like, cheap if you don't flights. Have a car and you're not going to go across town to buy a big TV if you have to rent a car, or borrow a car, or something like that. But if you have a car, it's like, do you know? Then it maybe is different. Having said that, mm-hmm. on the subject of moving, mm-hmm. for example, mm. when we moved this summer, I never before hired. Movers, we'd always moved ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. 
But because I was eight months pregnant, I said, we are hiring movers. Yeah. And we're not even going to think about it. And these are the movers who came to our house, packed up the house, oh. packed up the truck, moved it all to the new house. <laughs> Jen is just after She's moving. She's just house, after moving. So. And I would say, and I didn't know they were moving, but I would say that that 600 euros was the best 600 euros. Is that all it was? Yeah. That we've ever, ever, wow. ever spent. Yeah. Because we woke up in the morning in our little cottage and everything was still there. Everything was on the walls. Everything was like it normally is. The movers arrived. They packed everything up. We went out for breakfast. We came back, hung out. They packed up more stuff. By three o'clock that afternoon, it was all unloaded in our new house. That is in boxes. Like they didn't unpack it, but we were done. And so the whole thing took less than a day. And I wow. think that took away a lot of the mental, because moving is so mentally draining. Mm. If you start to go through your own shit, yep. forget it. You're done. So I highly recommend that, that. Like Until that moment, though, I would have said, why do you need to spend money on movers? We don't what? have that much stuff. We don't own that much furniture. Let's just... What's the name of the company? Do it. That's a you great don't idea. Remember. I don't remember it. I was eight months touch? pregnant. You don't stay in touch with them? Baby brain, of course, no, doesn't remember. I, have this, I definitely and have the guy's number. We're besties. Well, our guest today, um, speaking of moving and shaking, <laughs> is nice the mover and shaker in the Irish theatre scene, uh, Jen Coppinger, theatre producer, independent theatre producer, yes. welcome. Thank uh, you. And associate in charge of the Seeds programme. Charge, what's yeah. Your, what's I your, tell them uh, what to do all the time. The boss. Yeah, I'm the, 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 the manager of the Seeds Do you have program. any other titles? Um, oh yeah, I'm the project manager for the Laureate for Irish Fiction. The what? Laureate, the Laureate, for, Irish Laureate for Irish Fiction, who's Anne Enright, who was oh, appointed cool. in early 2015 and will be the Laureate for Irish Fiction until the end of next year in 2018. The second ever Laureate for Irish Fiction will be appointed. Oh. So I work for the Arts Council on a part-time basis, project managing that um, Whole what area. Does, what does cool. that entail? Like, hmm. what does what does uh, the Irish fiction do? Well, what she does is she looks at what she thinks is important in literature and what she wants to promote. So, in her case, um, it's uh, libraries and how important they are. Right. Um, the short story form, and uh, we do quite a few events where we have short story writers read their work, and. We do also quite a few events in libraries. And then she's very interested in uh, the translation of work internationally. So work from Ireland um, abroad. So there was a recent translating Anne Enright event on in the RIA. So I kind of help run all of the events. And mm. she gets asked to do a lot of things as the laureate. And I help her manage her time and what's possible and what's not. So it's kind of a dream job, really, because Anne Enright is a very inspiring person. And yeah. she's also a good crack, which yeah. doesn't hurt. That's good. Yeah, that is good. Um, so I'm glad to hear that. She was considered for the laureate of crack as well. <laughs> she, she was. <laughs> she was. She <laughs> they thought it'd be too much yeah. Yeah. for her to be I the... I think <laughs> Amy Conroy yeah. got that one. Um, Just pipped her at the post. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Jen, you are you are our... You are our guest on mm -hmm. the hundredth episode of Oh, nice. Yeah. Congratulations, you guys. Hundred. Thanks very much. Wow. Um, 
So we thought we'd um, start with a new segment. Yeah, we're going to start start a, start a new. And also, it's our first birthday in a few weeks as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or not our second birthday. Yeah. Our birthday. Yeah. <laughs> our birthday. It's a birthday. <laughs> it's a birthday. So we're yeah. starting something new. And um, we want you this to be honest about how you feel about it. The quick fire question oh, quiz. Um, so I don't feel good about it. No, but don't, questions. don't think too hard about it. Okay. Yeah, and these also, are just about you. So yeah. usually we use Trivial Pursuit cards to get to know our guests, but we're also mm-hmm. going to ask you questions on the subject of Trivial Pursuit that are about you so we can get some trivia about you. <laughs> this is terrifying. Yeah. That shouldn't be terrifying. You can also lie. Oh, great. No yeah. one okay. will know. Sure. But maybe your Wikipedia page will get updated just based on this. If so that ever careful. existed. Well, um, Geography. What try and answer these as fast as you can okay. without thinking. Okay. What is the furthest you've ever been from home? Uh, Auckland. Auckland. Entertainment. What was the last song you listened to? Um oh God. Did you listen to a song earlier today? It was it was an album by Sam Beam and Jessica Hoop, but I don't know the name okay, of well, the song. You're just gonna make up names. <laughs> <laughs> Sam they're, they're real Jessica people. <laughs> it's what? the guy from Iron and Wine, but um, I don't remember the name of the songs. Okay, okay, that's but right. it was yeah, off that album. Love Letter from Fire is the name of the album, so you can check those facts. And that's an I know album you don't believe that you own. Oh yeah, on vinyl. What? Yeah, Fancy. history. Mm. Uh, history. W- uh, what's your favorite historical movie or novel? Wayne's World. <laughs> Wayne's World. Okay. Arts and literature. Do you have any paintings hanging in your home? In your new home? I do. I have this beautiful print that was made by an old housemate of mine, Claire Mason, who's from New Zealand. And she made that print inspired by um, myself and all the women that I go swimming with in ah. Seapoint. So it's called... Winter swimming in Sea Point. Lovely. Mm. Nice, lovely. Uh, science and nature. What's your spirit animal? Or Jack Russell. Jack Russell. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. Uh, sports and leisure. What's your greatest sporting or gaming achievement? That I am related to Libby Coppinger, my niece who plays Camogie ah. for Cork County Intermediate and Seniors and fo- Ladies Football for Cork County. So she played three All-Ireland Finals in one month. Whoa. Just last what? month in September, yeah. She's pretty amazing. And Fair she's play. only 20, so God knows what she'll do the next few years. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, so she plays for UCC and West Cork and Bantry and sing. She plays for like 10 different teams. <laughs> I actually don't know all of them. Sometimes so. against herself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, amazing. Congratulations, you've just finished the first oh. yeah, you nailed it. quiz quick quiz questionnaire. Can we double back on yeah. one of the things? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I um love the idea of winter swimming. Mm. And I do love to go swimming in the sea. Mm. I don't do it that often. How come? I don't know why. Right. I have yet to get past that yeah. question in my head. Mm-hmm. Um but can I ask, do you wear a wetsuit in the winter? Or no, do you go for it? And I judge people hugely for wearing them. <laughs> okay, good. This is where I'm Unless to go. you're Kate Ferris and you're Australian and that's allowed because okay. Australians can't cope. Right. Um, 
<laughs> just with winter swimming, they can cope with other things. Kate Ferris has already but, been a guest, so she cannot defend herself okay. here in this forum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I do wear, because I have very bad circulation, I think it's a redhead thing. My brother has it as well. So I wear these gloves and socks that surfers wear. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, are they the webby ones? No, they're just like normal, okay. but they're made of the same kind of material that wetsuits are made yeah. of. So come October or November, we'll all be putting on the gloves yeah. and socks, and then the gloves are off come April or May. Wow. It depends on how cold it's been. I but we're not like everyday swimmers, it's like a weekly thing. Yeah, but even still, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, but yeah. it's been a great, like... I described it once, every time I go out to Sea Point, I kind of redraft my love letter to Dublin. Mm -hmm. It's really beautiful yeah. there. And if you're really worried about something or stressed about something, as soon as you get into the water, it stops because you're the mainly fear, worrying about living. Fear. Yeah, you're, you're, still, you're trying to stay alive. Yeah, yeah. But I also like find, the beaches. like, I'm, I love... Whatever's going wrong in your life, it's not as bad as being in the Irish Sea in the, in the winter. Exactly. It's all about perspective, really. <laughs> but I also find that you never, one, never regrets a swim. No. As hard as it is to get in, or as much as you might not feel like it, yeah. you always feel better for having gotten in yeah. the water. And the gang I go swimming with were called the High 15s, which actually doesn't really make any sense, but we all high-five each other with our feet in the water, which has turned into this <laughs> thing where we look like a cult when it's a lot of people. But... Um, we're a great sense of there's a great sense of support within the whole group yeah and you can kind of celebrate the things that are important and commiserate things as well with people so we've had a lot of birthday celebrations and um there's engagements and all sorts going on mm -hmm. now as well so it's been it's a big it's a big part of my life actually yeah. um and it's nice to be socializing with pals where you're not in a pub yeah and where it's daylight and you know if you go at a weekend you might be done by 11 or 12 you have a whole day but you've done lots yeah and then you're really smug as well because you've got into cold water frankly. yeah yeah <laughs> so no, it does like it makes you feel win, good win, for win. the rest of the day that's mm. the thing and i just I, I wonder it's not and it's absolutely not an excuse because sea points really not that far and it is in dublin but i'm always like oh it's just a bit i know i mean it can be two hours really no matter how you yeah Slice it. Yeah, totally. Now, I accidentally once texted Amy instead of Kate, Amy Conroy instead of Kate Ferris, because Kate comes quite a lot to me, saying, I'm on my way, I'll see you out there. And the reply was, cop on. Because <laughs> she just <laughs> crap and insane. But, like, it's, I don't know. I brought a load of Europeans um, during an IETM meeting. It was one part of the conference that brought them all swimming nice. in sea point with someone shivering for about three hours to be honest after. yeah i got into the um the, the earliest do not go <laughs> don't follow jen coppinger i guess it's some kind of experimental theater she will throw you in the sea and you will feel for your life <laughs> the earliest i've been in is april and i was cold for the rest of the day yeah for sure yeah you but need again, to wrap I'm up not upset about it no it's always a good thing to do yeah yeah, I love it. And when you're home down in Bantry, would you go swimming down there? Yeah, make my sister-in-law, Maureen, who I call Momo, who's Libby's mum. We go swimming. The screaming from Momo is quite loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, makes she's you look a, tough. She taught me how to swim. She's a brilliant swimmer. Oh, so, yeah, she's great. 
uh, in general, but um, she's the only one that's brave enough to do it. All my nieces are looking at me going, absolutely no way. You can F off. Yeah. I'm going down to West Cork next week, so maybe I'll have to jump in then. Oh, yeah. I'll jump in. It's colder there. I know, yeah. Yeah. But then, but I feel like it's colder there. I feel like when you do them, when you do when you do it in places like that, you can be smug about it for a longer time. Yeah, that's true. You can come back and really brag. The about cold it. to smug ratio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you survive, <laughs> Mark Anton is having you, none of this. There's no point in being smug around me. I just think of you both as idiots. I know um, most people you do. Have, you should have said. I mean, I'm glad that we know about Libby Coppinger, but you should have said that. I think the fact that you go swimming is a good sports achievement. Mm, you haven't seen me actually swim. I'm not a great swimmer. I'm my my skill is getting into cold water. Okay. I'm really good at that. Yeah, brilliant. And there also there needs to be my friend Nicola Morris. She's also really good at getting into cold water. So the two of us generally lead the pack. Mm-hmm. And if there's two people gone in that kind of pretend they're okay, yeah, then it's okay for <laughs> everyone else to follow. Keep the shouting to a minimum. Yeah, we're not we're not shouters. Yeah, generally that's, that's what you need to do. Yeah. Uh, how many theatre projects do you have on the go at the moment, Jen? Oh, God. 65. Yeah. 65. There's um, a few people that you work with quite often, mm-hmm. like Amy. Yeah. So Amy and I run Hot for Theatre, her company. Yeah. And we're about to go on tour with her brilliant show, Look, Just Kissed You, Hello, that Katrina McLaughlin has directed, and Will O'Connell, Amy, and Mark Fitzgerald are in. That goes around uh, the country to eight venues for all of November. So that's a lot of work at the moment. Yeah. And then um, Death at Intervals by Kelly Hughes and the Galway International Arts Festival starring Raymond Scannell and Alvin Foyre was just on. So that was on in Smock Alley for DTF and it was on in Galway in July as well. And then I'm working with Anne in right on um, a laureate event that'll be on in December called The Long Night of the Short Story. So that will be, I can give an exclusive here because we haven't advertised it yet, but it'll be... Nice. Um, first exclusive. Episode 100, our first exclusive. <laughs> it'll be on in um, Project Art Centre and we picked the winter solstice um, nice. in especially and it will be Anne and four other, um, four other writers reading their own work and then uh, the amazing Lisa O'Neill uh, responding musically to the work so yeah. it'll be a really nice night I think and then January there's two world premieres happening in two counties within two weeks so Whoa. that's a really great organisation by me <laughs> um, so one is <clears throat> Alwyn who I work with a lot Alwyn Fuere. Yeah, she is doing a new piece that has been written especially for her by this brilliant French playwright called Laurent Godet. And I don't know if you saw Saddam, My Love, that Rough Magic yes. produced with yeah. her. Yeah, it's that playwright. But right. that was a piece that existed beforehand. Okay. This so is a brand new piece that he wrote for, for Alan. Wow. So it has uh, four characters in the script. There'll probably be three on stage. Mm-hmm. We're working with... Um, Jose Miguel Jimenez and Luca Trefelli on creating perhaps one of the characters in an AV way. Just um, looking at budgets? Yeah, exactly. Can't, yeah, Just no, me freaking out in the corner. Not going to let you have four people on stage. Can't yeah, because AV is really four cheap. Four actors. <laughs> yeah. No way. Um, get those immigrants to uh, <laughs> work harder. Some. 
Um, and Emma Martin is going to be co-directing that with Alwyn. And then Emma is also someone that I produce. Um, yeah. Her brilliant company, United Fall. Dance stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that there will be quite a lot of movement in this piece, which is called Dance Marobe. Mm. Um, so that's on as part of Project's big 50th celebrations. So we're the, the big show on yeah. in January for that whole month, more or less. Great. Yeah. So I think it's going to be very exciting. And then towards the end of January, I am also very excited to be producing Kevin Barry's first play that's written specifically for the stage. So he's had a lot of short stories that have been adapted by other people and he's written radio plays, but this is his first stage play. Wow. Cool. And what's that yeah, called? Yeah, it's called Autumn Royal and it's going to premiere in Cork because it's very much of Cork. It's a brother and a sister, May and Timothy, who are minding their father who has dementia and um, it's about their relationship really and about how family can be I suppose a safety mechanism and also a very tricky thing to kind of deal with um, and how you kind of want to kill each other but you can't live without each other at the same time. So bring the whole family. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So that'll be a nice piece because it's on in the Everyman stage, but the audience will also be on stage. So it'll be quite an intimate telling of this story. And we're going to be in Project Cube as well and in the Dock and Leitrim with that. Cool. So it's a really busy few months yeah. ahead, yeah. actually. No rest wow. for weary. No. You're going to need busy. to be doing your swims. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Keep, keep it everything moving. Speaking of getting busy, time for the uh, oh, quiz. We're, we're all playing together here okay. to yeah, get no these pressure. answers. So, um, First question is geography. The locals of which English, ci- English city are known as loiners? Loiners? That is not a nice name. No. Yeah. As in loincloths? Must be some oh. kind of cloth making place though, right? Would it be oh. like around like where Nottingham is or somewhere? Or like, Sherwood. If it's like loin, is it like lion or loin? L O I N. Okay. No. Um, then it has to be clothy people. Somewhere around the textile. Yeah. Could be, but is is there there's nowhere where that fits into Derby? Where's all the, that industrial revolution? I'm just thinking of where Bakewell Tarts were that we all ate on our holidays. <laughs> <laughs> what city does that mean? Um, mm. Loiners, Lynn, London, um, like that isn't contained in any words or something like no. that. Loiners. Hmm. Okay. Yorkshire. We need a city. That's Leeds, though, isn't it? Sheffield is usually the answered question. So. <laughs> well, we Sheffield was Sheffield? the answer last time. And Derby a close second. Okay, I've seen the answer. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But you're not going to tell us. He's going to give us a hint. I'm going to give you a hint. Okay. It starts with L. And it's not Liverpool, no? It's not Liverpool. That'll be Liverpoolians. Not Leeds. Or Leeds. It's Leeds. Leeds. Ah, brilliant. Yeah. They're not called leaders. That would be too easy. That would be too good for them. You know, you're loiners. 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 You never hear them in Emmerdale saying, I'm off up to hang out with the loiners. No. (laughs) Emmerdale is missing a trick here. Yeah. That's based in near Leeds, isn't it? Is it? 
I don't know. I don't. It want totally to say is. Moiners, I wouldn't like to be um, called. What are you? What What are local Bantry people called? Townies. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Classic. I don't know. Banters. Banters. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from the country now, so the I wouldn't know what we're just called. Called cheese. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're not called anything yeah. that I know of. I quite like the Leeds accent. It's lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one. we'll go and hang it's out good, with the loiners. Yeah, we, we should. Have to, uh, we should get, get more loiners on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should need to get some loiners. Do you think they know that they're called loiners? Oh, maybe we could go yeah. there. I want to know them. why they're called loiners. Let's, let's see if the phone will tell me. Phone, tell us why they're called loiners. I think it has something to do with cloth or textiles. Is my guess. It has to be, yeah. That's my educated guess. Has anyone here been to Leeds? No. I've never really been to much of England. Oh, it's so beautiful. Besides London. London. And uh, Gloucestershire, Wiltshire, Somerset, kind of. Oh, nice. Those kind of country yeah. areas. Um, yeah. But not... I would like to. Like, I'd love I've never to been to, to Birmingham. Or, or, I've yeah, never been to Liverpool. I love Manchester. Been to Edinburgh. Oh, yeah. Glasgow's really nice. And apparently Glasgow's great. Yeah, yeah it's Aberdeen. Funky. Oh, I'd like to go there. That's pretty far north. Yeah. I've only been to Cardiff <coughs> like for two days and it's okay. While there are several theories, the actual origin of the term remains uncertain. The three competing oh, theories are Loiner could derive from the name Loidus in use by the eighth century for the district around modern day Leeds. Loidus. Uh, another explanation says that in the 19th century there were many yards and clo- closes around Brigitte, whose back entrances were known as loins or loins. Wow, well, I've fallen asleep. It, 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 it has to do with something with the back entrance. Back oh, entrance. God. The third theory is that in the in the area of Brigitte, locals referred to referred to numerous nearby streets as loins in the local accent as a corruption of the word lanes. lanes. People who gathered in these loins to gossip were therefore re- referred to as loiners. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. That's maybe uh, dislikely. Which, is your, so. which <laughs> is your favorite of those theories? I think we should make up another yeah. theory. Um, they're just like loins. Loiners. They eat loins of beef all the time. Mm-hmm. But they're yeah. all butchers. They're all butchers. Yeah, I think that's, that's probably let's it. Go with that one. Okay. Uh, entertainment. Whose crazy Ooh. frog ringtone beat oh, Coldplay gosh. to the top of the charts? Whose crazy frog ringtone beat Coldplay to the top of the charts? Yeah. Was he, where's the crazy frog? Isn't that the name of crazy the frog? Yeah, I thought that <laughs> was, was the name. That was the answer. Is there a band? I go called? with Mr. Mr. <laughs> 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 Lord Crazy Frog too. Um, I, I thought a that was just the answer. The, the crazy frog. Behind, the uh, wow. Crazy frog. Was it the Japanese? Scooter. 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 Oh. Mm, this doesn't make any. <laughs> Monsoon? That doesn't, I don't know. Okay, we're just, we're, <laughs> let's no. move skip on. Skip it, skip it. What skip do you say? If no. anyone knows all the words, though, they like to say <laughs> yes, crazy frog. I can't that remember. That was so bad. It was so bad. Ding, 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 God. Well, I think they mixed the ad, the crazy frog ringtone, with Axel F. The theme tune from uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Do, 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 oh, do, which do, is a great do, song. Do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. So the answer is Axel F's. But they didn't call themselves Axel F, the band who came out with Crazy Frog. This no. is just no. stupid. Okay. Stupid. 
Disregarded. What's the best ringtone you've ever had? Oh, when I had, like, you know, phones that played Snake and stuff, I had the start of Blister in the Sun as... Yeah, that was good. Except sometimes you didn't want to answer the phone because you just wanted to listen to the (laughs) ringtone. Just rock out. Yeah. Yeah. My my ringtone is kind of a rocky... It's Mm. not anything in particular, but it sort of has a nice... Nice beat. Makes you kind of go... I might not even recognize it because my phone is always on vibrate. Hmm. But I did invent, I had a phone where you could kind Write of... Write your own music? Yeah. Cool. With it, like, you know, that was in, in the ancient phones. Yeah, you yeah. kind of press the keys and I kind of wrote my own tune. I wish I could, I still had it. Cool. So I could remember how it went, but it's gone. Temporal. Just yeah. yeah. It was such a great tune though. And people wouldn't believe that but I'd you written wrote it, it myself. No, I remember having this discussion with Nicky Murphy. He was like, no. No, God. no, I wrote it. I, ty- I typed the keys <laughs> to randomly. To Nikki, I would also. Then, you just randomly wrote it. I randomly wrote it. And then it was quite good, but I was like, oh, no, it needs to, at the end, just be different. So I kind of deleted a couple <laughs> and then changed a bit. So it was kind of random, but then with a little bit of I'm just imagine you on the stage of the National Concert Hall <laughs> with your phone. <laughs> I saw that the orchestra look safely do, do, onward. Do, 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 do. That's just acts of left. What? That's nothing. Yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> then out of desperation, you do yeah. crazy <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. Axel F uh, used to be the, the the tune that people could play on the piano. Oh, yeah. Ever, yeah. Mm. Mm. But yeah, I've never, I used never to like doing the cool kid. The entertainer mm. was always the. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. It's like doing spaghetti westerns on Tin Whistle. My family didn't, but I certainly liked doing that as a kid. Yeah. Do you yeah. play any instruments now? Oh, I used Can to play the, play the tin whistle, whistle and dabbled with the flute a little bit, but no. And I, I had notions that I wanted to play the baron, but that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not too, it's not too late. You know, nobody's yeah. brilliant when they start. No. no, I also was. I think I've cut a musical ear, and I so I'm really lazy. Unless it like comes really easily, I'm like, no. Because you can already sing, you're kind of like, well, I can do this easily. Yeah, Why is yeah. Why would I have easy? to learn how to play the baron? Well, yeah. But anyway, I don't know many female baron players. Yeah, Dying me neither, breed. actually. Time breed. Time breed. We need to. Did you hear that great documentary in. about um, Padder Mercier, who was the baron player with Sean Arirda and then the Chieftains after that? So he's like the first ever professional baron player in Ireland. It's a really great documentary. What's it called? Um, it's on Doc on One, so I'm not sure what the title of it was, but it was only on about a month ago. Gotta look it up. Mm. Love a good doc. Yeah, it's very mm. good. Um, Speaking of documentary. Let's look into the past. <gasps> Which legendary sunken island was first mentioned in the works of Plato? Oh, God. Um, Atlantis, right? Yeah. Must be. Gotta be Atlantis. But it's the only sunken island I know. Yeah. I um, should know this considering I studied philosophy. That's why I went, oh God, when I heard it. <laughs> oh, Because <no. laughs> you just had flashbacks Plato. to philosophy. Oh, um, Atlantis, yeah. So. Um, but, yeah. Sunken island of Atlantis. Where is it supposed to be? In the Mediterranean? Don't know. I always no, thought I don't. it was like South America somewhere. Hmm. 
Interesting. That would make no uh, sense with Plato, though. No, he didn't know I think maybe I'm approaching like, it from a Disney watching it with my Yeah, yeah. Uh, that documentary I saw, The Little Mermaid. I didn't even know the story of Atlantis, really. Like, I just what, what's supposed to happen? It fell, it just fell. Mm. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's one of those flood myths, you know. Pretty much every yeah. society has a flood myth at some point. Well, they, Galway has, <laughs> has an actual flood. <laughs> um, Less of a myth. More one yeah. theory is that the Black Sea used to be land and and there was like a it was below sea level but there was like a hard border with the Mediterranean and that border broke and then flooded the Black Sea and so that's where the, these some of these flood myths have come from hmm. okay cool. I believe it mm. yeah uh, yeah I saw another one about Sodom and Gomorrah and how they were described and it it looks like they were on the they were on the um, banks of the Dead Sea and uh, there was an earthquake and kind of liquefaction happened. Basically, the earth, it kind of an earthquake and a mudslide happened and the whole town oh, just no. poured Bad. into the Dead Sea. Bad one. Bad. But they had it coming, as we learned from the story. <laughs> well, <laughs> so you reap what I'm you not sure. <laughs> yeah. Depends on who you want all to believe their, on that one. All their stuff. In fairness. So you studied philosophy? Yes. Uh, who's your favorite philosopher? Um, Hegel, which is a random one I know, but I was really into, he has this whole master-slave dialect that I think is kind of interesting. And I I did, uh, that's all I did in Trinity. Well, I mainly did like my degree in players. Let's face it, we all, all three of us did that. but I did the MMS, which is the Mental and Moral Science degree, which is pure philosophy. So wow. it wasn't philosophy and another subject. It was just philosophy. So there was only about 16 of us that did the whole four years. Mm. And we were very much like family, actually. And we had quite an unusual class because the majority of us were working class people, which is kind of unusual for Trinity to have a whole class that's yeah. like that. Um, like there was probably only like two, maybe three posh people. <laughs> <laughs> so that made it really easy for me Could coming you, from yeah. West Cork. I think I would have been a bit terrified if everyone was like people that you met, you know, in the in the riding club or whatever. Yeah, you know. the rowing club. Yeah, the rowing club. I went to the rowing club once and never, never went back. Again, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and my friend Camilla Church, who was obviously one of the posh people in my class, Camilla she was Church the lady sounds. captain of the riding club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she was really posh. She was dead sound. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the poshest person you know? She'd be up there really, like her uncle was a duke, which was pretty posh. Oh, that, yeah, that's when that went. And any people I met through her actually in college, who I always thought were... You know, not from Ireland, but we're from County Mead or something. I can't do accents, yeah. so I don't know why I tried to do that. <laughs> but they would sound like they weren't from County Mead. I'm from County Mead. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, no, I'm Irish. Yeah. yeah. Like, really? I mm, don't know. Um, I think someone who is posh. It's kind of hard to define posh anymore, really. Yeah. I think the older you get, the more you're just like... 
yeah. doesn't really matter. Whereas when no. you're 18, you're like, oh, God, they're drinking the wine. What's that? <laughs> yeah. But working in the arts as well kind of makes it a bit blurry. Yeah. We all have notions now. That's that? it. We're all uppity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which of these creatures, this is arts and literature, which of these creatures does not appear in Alice in Wonderland? Mm. Oh, God. Okay, the answer is obvious. But can you can you guess it without <laughs> me Mark. even Thank telling you? you? Uh, is it the dodo, the beaver, or the Cheshire cat? Oh, that is easy. But we all remember the I'm Cheshire cat. I'm not answering this because I could get it wrong. You answer, Annie. It's the beaver. It does not exist in Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. The dodo does, and the they Cheshire cat They play croquet does. with dodos, and then the Cheshire cat. Do you know I've never read Alice in Wonderland? Nor I. Who would? Um, I've Lo- read like it. loads of people for hundreds of years. <laughs> um, I've read. I have never read through the Looking Glass. Which you've read? I've read, read the original. Alice yeah. Wonderland. But the move, the Disney version of the movie terrified me, and then they do the live yeah. action one, and that also terrified me. Yeah. Um, the live it's action sort of one. Scary. Not Burton. not Tim oh. Burton. No, but the one before that they did the BBC did it like um, a oh. year when I was young. Like it was when I, it was when mm. I would still be terrified of things. But it's scary. Like there's mm. some very scary things. The reason I know more about Alice in Wonderland, though, is from the ride at Disneyland, because I grew up in Los Angeles, so that's ah, okay. that's my nearest reference point to Alice in Wonderland. And also, I know a lot of the poems and stories from in it, yeah. without having read the whole thing. It's I such think. an influential piece yeah. of literature. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I've never had the desire for but some like, reason. I've, like, have you ever read Peter Pan or anything? Like, there's... No. Like, exactly. Like, there's not... There's a lot of sort of classic things that we would all know. Yeah. Yeah. Very well. Like a few years ago, I read um, a Christmas Carol again, which I hadn't hmm. read ever. I've only seen yeah. know, Muppets and Scrooge. Scrooge, exactly. Um, and actually, it's a really wonderful story. It's very funny and it's great. I've always um, turned my nose up at Dickens and be like, oh, come on, I'm not going to read that. And then I think, I was like, well, maybe I should just give it a go. I think I started into <laughs> A Tale of Two Cities. Lasted five sentences. Like, nah, we're out of here. <laughs> Good <laughs> night. I, I don't know. It's what written the in a very different way. But Christmas Carol mm-hmm. is a short story. Mm. Could be good for your Anna and Wright oh, yeah. Christmas thing. And it's it's written very much like a short story. And it's but it's very funny and very um, unexpected. Like great. Mm. Dickens. Because I didn't. I don't like. I mean, I've only ever read Oliver Twist and Great Expectations, and I didn't love either of those really. Not in the but same. They're a cast not in the same really. way. Oh no, that's Tom Hardy. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I love that book. Mary Casterbridge? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of tiny bit like the male version of the male Maeve Benchy novel. Mm. Yeah. Which I also always love, Maeve Benchy novels, because it's like having a bat, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the bad people have things bad happen to them, and all the good people are happy <laughs> in the end. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, it all great. comes out Thanks, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, Dickens couldn't with the way the law the copyright laws were his work was selling hugely in the states but he couldn't he couldn't actually yeah. get paid for it cool. so he he went on speaking tours he of the states yeah. he'd perform yeah to get money from his success and sometimes yeah would read the christmas carol yeah. uh right this is science and nature how many hours can most ants survive underwater one, twelve, or wow. twenty-four. Now you've carried out a few experiments. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I have. Jan. And you have, and you are an ant, and you have ants. I'm assuming. Yeah, presumably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Have you ever been swimming in the sea? I'm like, these With ants. With ants of mine. <laughs> Wait, wow. one, 12 or 24? 24. How many hours? Would it depend on the water temperature? I feel it's either 1 or 24. Yeah. I'm not going for 12. Not yeah, going for 12. No. Yeah. It's up there with my... I'd be happy to save the 100 euro if it was. I wonder if they could spend a day underwater. Maybe. So what kind of aunt is this? Is it a carpenter aunt? Is it, is a, it your favorite aunt? Is so. it your favorite aunt? Is it your dad's sister or your mom's sister? That's different. Or is it an aunt in like, law? Not yeah. really an aunt. Not really blood related to you. I feel like there's something about making an air bubble with their mandibles. And then oh, they can breathe look that. Look at a mandible. Look at you showing off with all yeah. the words. Yeah. I wonder. <laughs> mm. Sciencey words. But I would guess one. I mean, can they? I don't know. All right. That's they're only small. Is a long, they are they're only small. Only small. But that yeah, makes me I think, think that's for an hour. But they're mighty. Unless they all go together the way they climb things together, can mm. they? Is it like one ant is on top of the water going. <laughs> pass this down. <laughs> <laughs> pass it on, pass it on. I mean, what would they do? 24 hours underwater, you know? Float, hang out. Oh, no, they might get hang eaten in that fishes, amount of time yeah. as well. Someone's going to eat them before the day is up. It's one, is it? It is 24 hours. Oh, my God. Mm. Small crazy and mighty. Whatever about crazy frogs. Uh, yeah, exactly. And does it tell you the kind of ant on the other side? No, 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 no. But it does say about the beaver. Uh, <laughs> in, the previous. in the previous question, it appeared instead in a carol poem called The Hunting of the Snark. Oh, uh, yeah. On the tip of our tongues. Yeah. 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 Hunting yeah, of the yeah. Snark, I don't know as well as I know Jabberwocky. <laughs> wow. What I do and don't know. Nice. Uh, have you ever had an ant infestation? Yeah. Yes. Recently. Yes. I was staying in a place in Brisbane a few years ago uh, at a conference called APAM, the Australian Performing Arts Market. And I was essentially living in a bedsit from Rat Mines in 1985. <laughs> and everyone else there was staying in these palatial apartments. And every time I would come back to my room, there would be a new ant infestation. Oh. Like hundreds and oh, hundreds and hundreds Jesus. of them. Now, I'm not afraid of any Creepies. crawly things, so that's a good yeah, idea. Except for Peter Crawley sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but things in Australia can kill you. Things that look little yeah. innocent things can... Especially in dead. Queensland. I don't know. It yeah. always seems more dangerous the more north you go. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm surprised you're alive. I know. I'm <laughs> actually great. dead. Surprise. <laughs> the ants just didn't come in one night and just pick you up and carry <laughs> you out. Carry you right <laughs> off. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's teamwork. Exactly. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to watch out for ants carrying yeah. away, mate. Yeah. See, bad accents again. No, that was good. Mm. Mm. Oh, you can do one word on an really, accent and nailed it. Yeah. Like, don't, you don't have to talk more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, final question. Sports and leisure. Oh, God. What is the name of the nightclub in Hollyoaks? That's leisure, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that is fictional leisure. Wow, is it leisure, though, fictional watching Hollyoaks? Mm, I've never, never seen no. more than I've what they advertise on. No. Like, tune in to Hollyoaks. What would you guess? English? Yeah. Okay. The, the name of the nightclub. Well, should we talk about, like, Blue our favourite names of nightclubs yes. over the years? Or there was a, a nightclub in Bantry called Whisper. Whispers. <laughs> and then there was a nightclub called Amadeus. Ooh. And then they closed down Amadeus to do it up. Amadeus. And they reopened it and called it Amadeus 2, the <laughs> sequel. 
for real. That was written on people's t-shirts. The sequel. Yeah, the sequel to... Anyway, <laughs> and they had a kind of a... Like, knights and maids interior. It didn't, like, it didn't make any sense. Like, no one went, let's bring it all the way through here. No, yeah. it was like, we like this for this and this for oh, this. Yeah. Yes. Um, there's that club up on the Portobello Bridge called Rain, which I think is hilarious. Rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. R-A-I-N. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure Dublin is like... Yeah, not like rain it in. No. <laughs> <laughs> and what about... Um, and there always seems to be... Um, the, I think the people who go to rain tend to be over the age of 35. I think you're being slightly generous. I am being slightly Are generous. They like, over the age of 50. Yeah. <laughs> Even maybe... Higher oh, that's the one downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Luke and Neil went there. They're in their late 20s, and the bouncer actually stopped them. Was like, guys, it's not for you come. guys. <laughs> you don't want to come in oh here. Oh, my God. And I was like, listen, go in, but, you know, you'll be out, <laughs> you'll be out again. And they went in, and, oh, yeah. Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> like going to Cocoon's uh, nightclub, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Um, what other... I actually never been there, but I did like the name Tamangos, where the uh, gang goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Classic. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, yeah, that's miles away. Yeah, I don't know where's that in Rathbone. I've never really no, no, been, a, I've never really been a nightclub person. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Why would you go there? That's really beyond Even the if pale. the gang goes there, I'm not going <laughs> yeah, there. The gang is not going here. <laughs> <laughs> I think no, you're wrong. Gang, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm never been a huge nightclub goer. No, the Globe used to be good. The Globe was the good. Yeah, yeah. It's so called Strictly Handbag. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Mm. Yeah, I've never. I always felt like it was a defeated end of the night when we ended up in reruns. It was like, oh, this is really? this is the only place left. Yeah, but you love dancing. You're great at dancing. I guess so, but it's something about the. It's more fun when dancing breaks out of the basement level. You know? it, yeah, it that's really what you want. That's true. There's something nasty about yeah. a nightclub. It just smells that's like Red me. Bull. I had a party recently, and we danced for seven and a half hours solidly. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I swear to God, yeah. Where? Yeah, in my house. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, yeah. Did you listen to albums straight through, or was there like? No, it was DJ two sit? pals of mine, Siobhan Kane and Ed Smith. They DJ'd, and um, like no one was drunk at the party because everyone was dancing too hard. Basically. Amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. Mm. And Ed reneged on uh, his. I'm never going to play that song for you. So stop asking me because I. Keep he DJs on today FM, and I keep tweeting, pretending I don't know him, asking him to play <laughs> Footloose by Kenny Loggins, and it really annoys him. <laughs> but I love to do it, and um, he played it that night. Yeah, yeah. If you ask five years later, five years it yeah. might come. Just keep asking. Mm. Just keep asking your DJ That's friends. That's my top tip as a producer. Okay. Keep asking. Just keep asking. Just keep asking until you get the answer you want. Exactly. That's life lessons that. from Jen Carpenter. Yeah. <laughs> um, so will we guess what the name of the Hollyoaks? Oh, yeah. I've forgotten that we what had an answer. What do they do in Hollyoaks? They just... I, I think know, it must be called something No, they like, don't do anything. It's just like... They don't like play football. Like, or they're not farmers like in Emmerdale. No, I think it's like neighbors or something. Or oh, it's God. like... Or it's like Beverly Hills 90210. Mm-hmm. It's probably the answer to that. <laughs> so it's probably like, like Beverly Hills Cop. What? It's like Beverly Hills Cop. The Peach Pit. The Peach Pit. It's called the Apple it's Seed. It's called the Rhubarb Stalk. <laughs> yeah. It's called... What was it called? The whole was called the Wool Pack in um, oh, Emmerdale. Yeah. yeah. Queen Vic. McCoy's in uh, Fair City. Is I've seen right? Jose in drinking the McCoy's there lately. 
just to keep it, you know. Keep uh, it ours. Yeah. Okay, I've keep seen the answer. <sighs> Can you charade it? Yeah. That's probably not a very okay, good I'll idea for a radio. Two words. Two words. The first word. The. Um. You can't talk. <laughs> I can say um. Second, Second word. word. Sounds, sounds like. like squeeze. Squish, small, small. Tiny. Sleep. Sl- pillow. A cat. Uh, uh, <laughs> squishy pillow. A mattress. Um, uh, fluff. Fluffy. And it sounds like fluffy? that. Fluff. The, fluff. the snuff. A fluff. Feathery. Feather fluff. He's making them he's small, making, whatever yeah, he's yeah. doing to the floor. He looks like he's squeezing. Is it or candy floor? Um, <laughs> what else does it sound like? Put something. Is the snuff is box. Off, is off the right. Woof, right. Luff. 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 Zuff. Second word. A box. A oh, house. A house. The attic. Attic. Uh, um, top floor roof roof the, tiles the uh, uh, chimney the loft okay. the loft the loft it was called the loft what were you doing originally but it was but like yeah, fluff. Was fluff was it fluff what was what that what sounds like loft soft it was soft oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh we would very never good. ever have got that very good we well got you mime soft I don't know how to mime soft <laughs> Soft. You did much better with Lost. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, so, do you have like? Do you, are you on Twitter or where can people find out yes. about all and the shows all that the you shows produce? You're doing yes, um, I am at Jen Coppinger. It's handy having a weird surname mm-hmm. um, on Twitter. And Coppinger is C O P P I N G E R. That's right. And I'm on Instagram as well. So yeah. if you um, want to check out your swimming, yeah. swimming situation. Yeah, that's basically all I take photos of <laughs> yeah. on Instagram yeah, swimming. Freezing gold women in the yeah, water. delighted with themselves. Um, yeah, and Hot for Theatre have a website. It's just Hot for Theatre. And we have a website for Alwyn's work called The Emergency Room. And Emma's work is United Fall. And I guess we're going to have to get a website for Kevin's play, Autumn Oil. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you can find out all you need to know about that on um, the Everyman's site because it's a co-production with them. Mm. Brilliant. Jen, thanks very much for being thanks, on the show. Guys. Thank you. Thanks for doing our 100th show. My yeah. God. Here's to go. a thousand more. <laughs> 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 Happy birthday. Thank you. Until next time. Kahoot it up. Yeah. Yeah, dog.